Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 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 and welcome to this very special Thursday edition of Zydioactive Man and Fall Trend Boy, or Radioactive Man and Fallout Boy. For my Simpsons <laughs> lovers out there, shout out Fighter of the Nightman on Discord for that short show title. I'm Miles. And who is that? That's Becca. What's hello, up, Becca? Hello. Do we say your full name? We always say Super Producer Becca, but then sometimes we say Anna Hosni's full name. Well, sometimes Jack goes Becca Ramos. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I just I don't know if you're like a one name brand or whatever, so I'm just trying to no, give you I don't space care. to to brand however you need to, uh, or B Ramos, Bramos, um, which is funny because then we had Dramos before Bramos, and we're just <laughs> keeping it all Ramos in the building. Um, let's see what's trending right now. Katanji Brown Jackson has been appointed to the Supreme Court. Look at Ooh, that. The U.S. Senate did it. Hey, it's all about these little victories, you know? Like, let's sit in that and say, wow, was it 233 years? That's all it took? All right. Sometimes a lot of evil white people make the right decision. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, but this, I think this will really show, man, like, a bipartisan, like, confirmation for the Supreme Court, I mean, at this point. I think what we saw was only three Republican senators have not are like only somewhat uh, like completely corrupted by the ring of power um, from that side. But, you know, what can you do? She's winning and she's doing it with style and grace up in the place. So, yeah, love to see it. Katanji Brown Jackson, congratulations. And, you know, they tried everything, but it just it just didn't. It feels like that um, not to be 
that person on an audio medium talking about a visual medium, but mm-hmm. there's that TikTok that's like, love a black woman to infinity and infinity. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I feel right now. <laughs> that's, God, that's how we're starting to talk now. So we're, we're, I know, right. it's embarrassing. I'm my, embarrassed. My emotional state is this TikTok video, but <laughs> I, I know that feeling. Some of my favorite videos right now of on earth are on tiktok absolutely i'm embarrassed i'm embarrassed how much i'm on t- i have to Yo, delete it like every other day because i'm spending too much time on there's it. one where this dude gets his mom to read he's like hey mom i need you to read this from my french class and she's speaking spanish and she's thanking all the people who helped her son <laughs> with the spanish project but he wrote all these names so she's saying all the wildest shit like he's <laughs> like there was one dude whose name was elver galarga and the way she was going through she's like gracias to Larga, and you're like oh my god please this why are you doing this to your mother like that um but I, who who doesn't love to fucking mess around with their esl mom that was me uh and i was a real real ratty shitty kid but anyway marjorie taylor green is trending because this i mean Let's. Let, I just wanted to say, Marjorie Taylor Greene is like based on her previous social media posts. Sounds like she's a fan of violence against politicians. Like she was like rah rahing on the insurrectionists, being yeah. like, "No, that what happened at the six, that was all good. That's all clean. I like that." Uh, when before she was elected, she was like saying shit about how like uh, Obama and Hillary should be like hanged and shit. That's her vibe. But Jimmy Kimmel obviously was just like on the heels of or. Uh, Right before Katanji was about to be confirmed, you know, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene came out with this tweet basically saying that the three Republicans, Murkowski, Collins, and Romney, who voted to confirm, that they're pro-pedophile. And Jimmy Kimmel was saying this in his monologue, and when he read that tweet, he was just like, man, where's Will Smith when you need him? Okay, (laughs) tired fucking joke. Uh, But that's what he said, and that's what led Marjorie Taylor Greene to go to the Capitol Police and say and announce that she has referred this to the Capitol Police for threatening violence against a person, a member of Congress. It's like, that's your whole brand. Ugh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired of so many white people having so backwards takes. It's like, oh, when it's your take, it's okay. But the second, it's on the other side. I mean, yeah, the contradictions and hypocrisy, they're, they're everywhere, everywhere you look. But there's something about this, though, too, right, where... What's funny is, like, the day after the Oscars, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she t- she tweeted this about the Chris Rock, Chris Rock, Will Smith thing. She said, I've seen the Will, Chris, Will Smith, Chris Rock clip a million times this morning. I have to say, I appreciate the alpha male response of a husband <laughs> defending his it's wife. Like, it's like, which one is it? Which one is it? <laughs> is Honey. it Uchi Wally or is it one Mike? As Jay-Z said. Oh. We don't know. We don't know. But, again, um... There she is. I mean, it's just really wild to see how like we're looking at such an openly homophobic, hostile, bigoted GOP. And because it's so normal that we're getting used to how um, crazy those how, words are, just how discriminatory they are. Yeah. And we're not just like the thing over and over. Like these people are completely in a time machine and ignore them. But uh, they are about to run Congress. So stay tuned, folks. Um, and then last thing opening before we take a break. Our last thing trending. Whoops. Revealed it. <laughs> last thing trending. <laughs> Opening day. Take me out to the ball game, y'all. Are you a baseball fan? I am not a sports fan, period. But okay, baseball is one of the things I will go. I think it's the most boring sport to watch. Like on Great the day television. at the ballpark, though. But a great day at the ballpark. Because it's like, you don't have to really care. No! Like, you're just... 
out there to like, I love a hot dog. Like if that's one thing, I love hot dogs. I love hot dogs. So like, I love a ballpark dog. I love to get a beer. Just right. hang out. Yeah. You know, and tickets are usually relatively cheap. It doesn't matter. You don't have to sit in the front if Close you don't care. No. You can just get nosebleed seats and just like, and you're outside. I love being outside because I'm from the South and I love being warm outside. Yeah. So yeah. Wait, but Houston, don't y'all have a dome in Houston? We do, but it's like it uncovers. Oh, you open it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's but also then, just naturally warm outside. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just like thinking of the Houston Oh, Astros no, but I'm, I'm from Houston, you know, Astros. Bunch of cheaters, but you know. It, it is a bunch of cheaters. My brother and my dad are big, big Stros fans. I've been okay. to quite a few. I think also as like a brown kid growing up, tickets are cheap and yeah, it's like one same, of the few things. That's why Dodger Stadium's like that. Yeah, I feel like it was one of the few things my parents could take us to do because we didn't right. have a lot of money growing up. So, yeah, I, I have a fondness for baseball, but not not an actual, like, Yeah, you're stand. not putting your Astros hat on being like, here we go. Yeah, I have a Dodgers hat that I got with hey. my dad at the Dodgers game. The last That was probably the last football or baseball game. I keep trying to say football. This is the last baseball game I was at in 2018. Okay. And I wear it all the time. People are like, oh, my God, are you from L.A.? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> you're like, oh, Just, ooh, it's me. my one hat. It's my <laughs> one ball cap. <laughs> oh, shit. You got, okay, well, good. That's a good choice. And also... Yeah, you want to wear that at Dodger Stadium because yeah. I'm not sure if we still hold that really terrible honor or dishonor of being like the most hostile ballpark to visit as a opposition fan team. Um, and we were just talking about that. Like, you got to know better. I'm sorry. Yeah. You don't know how to act. But when it comes to the Dodgers, it's just a little bit different. And I, you should have the right to rock represent your team at Dodger Stadium, but it's it's just a, it's a, it's a lot of a lot of feelings you're gonna have to work through over there um anyway let's take a quick break and we'll be right back to keep this thing moving you like to watch new stuff right Zygang? i know i do well go to hulu and see what's new because hulu has new stuff all the time like vanderpump villa the new docudrama starring lisa vanderpump Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure 
it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Uh, next thing is trending is massive blackout in Puerto Rico, leaving over a million people without power. This is we're talking about. OK, first of all, uh, I'm not an expert in Puerto Rico, but I, I'm I'm somebody who reads the news a lot. What I do know is that since the hurricane in 2017, the damage that was done to their electrical grid has yet to be addressed. Yep. So that's that's like the backdrop to hearing like it's not just there's a blackout It's that there's been I mean at this point, centuries of neglect. But in this very specific one, this is something that has been dangling in front of people's faces since 2017. And I think we're, for most people who are like, it's a territory, right? It's like, no, it's like, let's be real. It's a modern day colony. It's a colony, I, You know, as the resident Puerto Rican of this pod, um, <laughs> I, yes, I mean, yes. I'm not, I'm not from the island, but I care very deeply and I've been doing a lot of work in the past year to really learn about my history of mm -hmm. the country. Cause you know, I think American education systems purposely cloud what Puerto Rico's legal status is within the United States. Only half of Americans can answer correctly whether or not Puerto Ricans are U S citizens. Yeah. And if it's a territory, like that yeah. is embarrassing. And even if you were born, I think after the 80s, like your birth certificate isn't valid if you were born in Puerto Rico to the United States because it because of some weird shit. Like my mom had to get a new birth certificate recently. It was a whole thing. Like it's just we are second tier citizens to the U.S. Um, like you're neither from here or there kind of thing. But right. I will say that this is a, a problem that the United States has been pushing and pushing and pushing. The Biden administration has 
purposely not really addressed it. They're like, well, we're not evil like Trump, so we're not going to, but we're not going to really, it's on the back burner of things that we need to touch on. Right. You know, I think it's important to like, if you can, I will, you know, go out of my way to try to find some uh, nonprofits if there are things, but it's just really sad. It's really embarrassing on the U.S. Basically, it was a uh, overnight fire at a main power plant um, that caused the biggest blackout so far this year across the territory. One thing to note, I think almost all of the electric power system is privatized now because right. of the colonization of, the, of Puerto Rico. So there is not really a, a drive to fix these because they're not getting government funding from the U.S. because of certain tax, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, loopholes right. uh, that the American system has built to not have to fund Puerto Rico, which is also why it's not a state and the U.S. will never vote for its statehood. Because right. then they will have to give it money. Well, the first thing they did was when they were even trying to legally define what Puerto Rico was, they did it in a way so that Congress could decide what parts of the Constitution even applied to Puerto Ricans. Exactly. That they're like, well, let's not say that because if we do it like this, then we can essentially make these people like third tier citizens. And when you even look at like how citizenship even worked, it's like, oh, World War One, you need conscripts. Yeah, I guess they can be citizens. Like, I'm, I believe that was the first time Puerto Ricans were even offered citizenship after it was ceded from Spain was to get more people to fight in World War One. Yes, um, it was and, um, a part of the bootstraps program um, mm, to get Puerto Ricans to the mainland as they speak. But as um, from this NBC article, they say that uh, on average that Puerto Rican citizens pay almost twice as much as customers in the U.S. mainland for unreliable electricity because it is all privatized. So it's just, you know, do yeah. what you can, like read up on Puerto Rican history and, you know, try to find some causes to donate to to see if we can get these Puerto Rican citizens electricity because this is absolutely horrid and people need it. Anything that isn't part of the contiguous 48 states and you're unfortunately under the governance of the United States, it's a bad deal. Yeah. Um, like even look at Hawaii um, yeah. and how <laughs> that, how the story of statehood or kidnapping someone's queen and say, run your shit until you become our, yep. you know, place to extract uh, more resources and uh, keep this in a virtual state of barely any growth unless it's for the tourism sector i get it yeah it's 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 i think that's an, another issue that because america already has this like severe blindness to its own misdeeds that i'm i'm curious to know what it is going to take for it to arrive at a moment where we're even talking about like these other uh territories that we're completely just turning a blind eye to why people yep. while people there are not thriving not even close Next thing that's trending, the weekend. I think we talked about the weekend. And yes, because weekend and Swedish House Mafia have taken over to replace Kanye and Travis Scott to do their headliners. And now, what's going on? There's problems. There's is, are there problems in India? There are problems because uh, they don't want to pay the weekend the price point that they were going to pay Kanye. Oh fuck y'all! <laughs> so he's threatening to pull out if they don't yeah. give him the check, which they should because uh, a the weekend's going to put on a way better show. Um, yes. B, I love the weekend. <laughs> and C, oh my it's, God. it's just fucked up. It's just, it's incredibly, if, if you had the money, you do, clearly, but they want to pocket it. And they're like, well, the weekend's not as big as Kanye. And it's like, I don't you know. You sold the tickets about. already. <laughs> you're, like, You're not like, losing. This is part of your fucking business. You already yeah. planned it. And how dare you? Because your whole music festival is about people 
being horny on drugs. Who better than the fucking weekend? Exactly. Super producer Brian already knows who's editing this. He's probably already waiting for me to start singing the weekend because <laughs> that's what happens when I get passionate talking about the weekend. But like high for this. <laughs> you don't know what's in store. I mean, if I I might buy a ticket. And they don't want to pay him fucking eight and a half million. Are, are they like trying to give him like a total fraction of that? Like have a we... few million, like three million. Yeah. And then pocket yeah. the rest. They say that, that the weekend came Tell in. Tell them to pocket everything. Yeah. They come the up with somebody else. From page six says the weekend came in at short notice to take Kanye's top spot. But Phil Anschultz, who owns Coachella Festival through AEG Live, wanted to hold on to Kanye's money and pay the weekend far less, just a few million. The festival would pocket the rest. <laughs> embarrassing eat shit that's why man it's a bunch of ain't shit festivals these days Mm -hmm. um come to my festival grown folks fest (laughs) um where we will listen to it'll just be smiles and south star uh lumi d um it'll be sick we're gonna have a really great lineup (laughs) out there those are the two people i do have confirmed nina sky will be there Uh oh you know what i mean um so those are three artists get you (laughs) get excited get pumped up for it and then finally ultimatum season two is trending okay so we we talked about ultimatum i think we talked about ultimatum yesterday right it just came out tell me why i've seen five episodes already hell yes how deep are you in ultimatum i'm not deep because i had a busy day yesterday so but today tonight i'm getting this is what happened i gotta do laundry i watched it into the into the early morning because i couldn't stop because and it's not the best thing I've ever seen, but I really I'm start I'm I understand what's happening because like yeah. the thing that I really didn't realize was it really is playing in this energetic space when you're in a relationship where like shit's not going well, yeah. but you're still together. Mm-hmm. But what they're doing is they are now weaponizing that to be like, and here's your chance to fucking cheat. <laughs> I mean, or not cheat. Not I mean, not, not cheat because it's an experiment. It's an experience. I'm sorry, experience, 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 experience. And you can watch how people move and you're like, oh, you were ready. You were out. You were ready. You were yeah. <laughs> with this or not. You were one foot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like. Like Ray and Zay, they're really interesting. Zay is really interesting to me. I like that. He's telling all the women he's with. He's like, I learned so much from you. Like, I've, you've helped me grow <laughs> so much. And I'm like, are you running game <laughs> or are you actually growing? I don't know because no. I don't know him well enough to know what that baseline is. But it felt. He said that to two women that he's having sex with. So I'm like, well. Yeah, no, that's game. That's absolute game. Because women love intellectual shit. As someone who is a woman. Who dates yeah, men. you know why? I could, my, I'm not, I was such a not good at saying shit like that. I'm like, oh, is he for real? Like, not really real. I'm like, oh, that's game. Uh, no, that's absolute game. That is, like, you're on, like, you, date two, date three. Yeah. You already have physical contact. And he's like, I just learned so much from you. You're like, oh, my God, wow. I... I'm into this. I'm hooked. Like, right. That shit I say to Her Majesty, who I've been with for like eight years. <laughs> you know, it's like, I've learned so much. That's facts. And it's like, like that's, that's true I'm because not, we are two people who have built a bond and built a life together. Yeah. yeah we've been through some shit in the last couple of years versus like the second date. You're like, man, I feel like I learned so much from you, ma. Like, oh my God, the way you get me like to grow. You know what I mean? Oh, so nice <laughs> to just be able to have some growth and like a safe space. And you provide me that like the safety to even express myself. Although he, he gets it, he gets in his emotions. So I, he, he seems like a health, emotionally type healthy fuck boy, maybe. Um, who else do you like on Ultimatum? 
Well, I mean, I haven't started. I can't wait. Now I'm like really. Wait, scared. you didn't even see the first episode? No, I haven't even seen the first episode. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm no, so sorry. Don't be sorry. I'm so I love sorry. a spoiler. Just watch. Also, it's not really even a spoiler. Really any spoilers? There so. is this one lady though who is so. You'll, you'll, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Anyway, all that to say is Ultimatum is trending because season two was announced with an all queer cast, and I think for anybody who watches as much reality television as I do or we do, it's like, what? Finally. Finally. <laughs> what the fuck took y'all so long? You couldn't. I, I know it's not like trying to shame yourself on public television is an inherently hetero trait. <laughs> like, so yeah, there's got to be like some the queer community, people. you know, makes fun of themselves all the time, like lesbians and their you hauling and things like that. So I feel like they've deserved it. You know, like I yeah. am excited to watch. It. I feel like Netflix has been almost the only people on the precipice of that type of entertainment because if you watched like too hot to handle for right. instance like they've had a few bisexual women on the mm -hmm. show and then um i think uh 20 somethings on netflix they had a openly bisexual girl on the show and she's like experimenting dating women right. and men like she dated men cast members but also like went out in the world and dated women um so right. i feel like Good for Netflix. I'm glad they're finally doing it. And I'm very excited to tune in. Yeah. And I mean, like, I'm more and it's kind of like I know that obviously this is this is a long time coming. But for me as a selfish reality television watcher, I've been for like for the longest time, I'm like you need more people with different experiences because I'm tired yeah. of seeing the same man same shit. woman shit play out all the time. Yeah. Uh, and the, we act like there's not an entire little <laughs> whole earth out there. Uh, but I, you know what? I think one of the first times I saw it was on Are You the One on MTV, where mm -hmm. they had um, a few, like a couple of bisexual people on in a previous season. And I, to me, I felt like that. I remember watching me like, yo, look what the fuck they're doing over I here. I mean, they had Tila Tequila. I mean, she's incredibly problematic, but oh, that was yeah. like my first experience was uh, Shot of Love. Oh, Shot of Love. Yeah. yeah. Tequila, Tila Tequila, the about to be Nazi. Yeah, okay. she absolutely super problematic. But that was my my first uh, experience. So, yeah. Oh my god. Well, uh, just there's 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 lots of good watching ahead with Ultimatum. <laughs> Again, for people who don't know, Ultimatum is a show where couples that are on basically at a make or break point either get married or don't go to meet up with other couples. They partner swap and live with each other for three weeks. Then they swap back to their original partner for three weeks and then decide if they still want to be with them. There are people that are already hooking up like <laughs> almost instantly. So I love it. I love it. I love it. And also the kicker is all of these couples are from Texas and they all have not been dating very long. I feel like that was like a big point. Yeah, everyone's like two years. Listed. And not Some to say that's not a lot, long time, but... No, but like for some marriage? of them, for especially their age, like a lot of them, I think most of the couples, I think only one person's older than 30. Like everyone's right. within like 22 to 29, which yeah. is pretty young yeah. to be like demanding like a wedding ring, especially only dating like a year and a half. I have had three, three year relationships and I married none of them. Yeah. So, you know, I just think it's, it's, but also being from Texas, this is also a very Texas thing to do. <laughs> right, right, right. I wonder, I mean, you know, this is, it's a good format, you know, I, I love to see it. But anyway, thank you so much, y'all, for tuning in today. We'll see you tomorrow. We've got a fucking fantastic episode, stellar episode. Very exciting. Um, we know when we have experts on, we get to kind of spread our wings and just have some really free-flowing discussion. It was a real, it's a real good one, I promise you. Um, and until then, 
I'm Miles. That's Becca Ramos. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. Wear your mask. Get your vaccine. The COVID is still out there. Okay. Very much Please so. do what you can to keep everybody safe and yourself. And don't do nothing about any kind of discrimination. Okay. Until then, we'll see you. Bye. Bye. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. This is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth issues affecting the Latin community, and much more. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community. Listen to Life as a Gringo on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.